Here we go! Hey there, my name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned into Church Nerds, a back row morning show. And this show is made possible by listeners just like you and a strong partnership between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. For those of you who don't know who we are, and maybe this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, my name is Bubba, and I am a founding member of the aforementioned Love Thy Nerd. And that's a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors. I have almost eight years in nerd culture missions and over a decade of professional church on... I just, you don't like me to say that anyway. So we're going to let that roll. Okay. What about you? What do you do? Do you words? Uh, sometimes. Most of the time, no. I should because I'm a homeschool mom of three. So English is important. If you don't do your job, they will end up talking just like mm, me. And yes. That's, uh, nobody well, wants that. You were public schooled, so I will not take responsibility for that. I am also an avid sewer of masks currently because that Ooh. is the thing that happening. Hopefully that project will end soon. Um, our list, our waiting list, we have gone through the whole thing. That's a big deal. That is That's a lot of masks. Crazy. That's a lot of masks. It's crazy. It's, okay, exactly so it's how many lot of masks is that? Well, it's over 2,000. So um, now we're going to focus still on you know, organizations like CPS mm-hmm. and uh, a, a few people who have asked us for a lot, a lot of masks. And we're like, well, well how about a hundred? <laughs> so it's still a lot of so masks. We're gonna, so we're going to work on, you know, building some up and having, you yeah. know, anyway. Um, but I, I do see the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of, um, let's see. So I, I said sewing, I said schooling children. I work with kids at church. I'm part of the child care team at uh-huh. our church, and I'm kind of blanking on other credentials, except I did do a year of urban missions in Chicago, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, inner city stuff. And of course, I've been a staff wife at every church where you have been on staff for that over was the a part decade. That I couldn't get out. So the, you those ha- were the yeah, words. You have been on church staff yeah. for a minute and well, i have been obviously minute, yeah. uh we if we actually were on staff at a church before we were married kind of i mean yeah we oh, were yeah we, i so, remember yep yeah, i was there because I mean, we've been just, sorry we've been like since we were engaged we were like yep. we were ministering together so anyway i feel like that should count for something even though sure. i can't put it on a resume oh you can so. I'll let you put on any resume. I'll hire you. You're hired. <laughs> anyway. Hey, that, and most it. recently, you are a Facebook famous yes. book Storyteller. Reader. Yeah, reader. <laughs> Fa- I don't know about Facebook famous six chairs. Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Gotta but start somewhere. I do love, love to read. I love to read out loud. You do. So. I really enjoy listening to you read Harry Potter currently. That is what we're reading to our children right now. Yeah. And we're like literally legit two chapters chapters in, right? Yes. And the first chapter, first and second chapter, you get to like hear about Harry's terrible, 
terrible family that he's living with. (laughs) And you go all out on those voices. And my favorite thing (laughs) in the world right now is to watch Naomi watch you read. Oh, that's, she's okay. so disgusted when you do the shrilling voices. <laughs> she just Aunt furrows Petunia's her brow. Voice is shrill, which to be clear, I have never seen the movie. So I don't What? <laughs> I have never seen I've seen one Harry Potter movie, which I think is a prisoner of Azkaban. That's a good one. But that's a, that's not a come and we'll maybe, fix this. I I apologize to our listeners out there. Regardless I, I of where you I are on the faith read, spectrum, I have I will read fix this. only a couple of the Harry Potter books, and I have seen one of the movies. Naomi asked me today if she could please watch Harry Potter, and I was like, "Well, but we we just started it," That's and fair. I was like, "Can we, we finish the book? Can, yeah, let's wait because I don't. I told you I don't want your imagination to be." Sp- spoiled like you know you're just once you see the movie forever those characters are going to be who acted them in the movie and i want she that just you want her to forever have that shrill voice in her head i don't know what aunt petunia sounds like in the movie but she's shrill in my mind she really is (laughs) absolutely and i'm glad that you use that not in real life the shrill voice yeah because i don't know that we would work (laughs) We would not. I don't think that that would work with anyone. It's Mm. awful. You'd be surprised. Anyway. Hey, so you guys, I hope that you were able to follow along here on Back Row Radio this week um, as they had Church Nerds Quarantine Week. Woohoo! Because we've done enough. We've done enough quarantine episodes to warrant a week. I've done them. enough for me to be sick of them. Yeah, yeah. and I, I apologize. We're, we're not trying to bring you doom and gloom. We're trying to bring you some of maybe the lighter sides, a lot of levity. We really try and kind of front load our episodes. But I we got one more thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> this one's good, though. Like this one I really I really like. Yeah, I, I feel solid about it, but I'm I wrote be a lot honest, of it, so <laughs> I'm I biased. Like, I like all of our episodes. Um, we we have complete total control over what we do in our episodes. Yes, complete creative control. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. But yeah, that's true. This week, real quick, before we even get started, in instead of playing a game and all that stuff, what we want to do is we want to bring to you some of the most dot dot dot. I'll let you decide what the word is going to be. Quarantine life hacks. Yeah, they questionable are. They are. They are. Yes. They somewhat are. people did these things. Whether or not you should do them is, well, we'll let you decide. <laughs> <laughs> and you will because you you will. Okay, so first one, and if you guys have seen these, I just hope that you have. If not, we are going to make the links available in the show notes. If you go to lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, we've got show notes on every episode. We will have all this here. Don't you worry about it. We may not have anything else in the show notes. I'll make sure <laughs> these links are there. All right, so the first thing, some of them. you were talking about masks earlier. Yes. Right, like how long does it take you to make a mask? One of your masks. One of my masks, I don't actually know now. When I first started doing them, it took me 20 minutes. To make a single mask. Yeah. Now you're probably in the 5 to 10 range. Uh, no. Two minutes. I don't 
<laughs> I'm making them assembly lines, so yeah. it's very difficult it's, it's hard for to, me to know. Okay, yeah. so it was about 20 minutes of mask. Mm-hmm. And that's sewing machine, that's fabric, that's mm-hmm. learning how to read a pattern. Yeah, that was like cutting. I think that might have been cutting the fabric as well. So A, a lot of things. You, I could not have done this. That's probably true. Yes. Okay. Some people can't. But you know what I can do? I can make a face mask out of a diaper. <laughs> and if you're wondering, how does that work? Welcome to the internet. <laughs> this this one's on the light web. You don't have to go to the dark web for it. This lady. I'm trying to remember. She. Something. It was it was like a a hefty diaper. This well, wasn't she, like a. She an, cut a hole. In the butt. In the crotch of the diaper somehow. Mm-hmm. And was able to. That was large enough to get her head in. Yeah, she got her head in there. It must have been a big diaper, or she has a very small head. And then she, like, <laughs> so yeah, so just imagine there's a hole in the, a neck hole in the bottom of a diaper, like the, the center of a diaper. She puts that over her head and then basically just like Velcros the, it onto her. Pulls the crotch over onto her face. Onto her head. Yeah, the crotch on. And the butt goes over the top of her head. Did, no, it didn't. Was go it over. come around it the back? It just came around the back. It has natural Velcro, like yeah. So it just stick them. However, I'm like, lady, the whole point of those things is that nothing gets through them, not air, not water. Like, there's a reason children rash, and that is oh, because. Yeah. Air does not touch. Yeah, I can't wait for my face yeah. to get diaper that's rash. Like, that's like <laughs> one of the one of the main rules of diapering your kid is like let them breathe. Well, sometime. maybe maybe if you like squeeze some talcum powder in there. Oh no 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 no. Or some. Uh, that's actually some butt really paste. dangerous for your lungs. Put by some the butt way. paste on your, Is it is it more dangerous than coronavirus? It might be equally as dangerous. I am not even kidding. It's not well, good for you. We'll find out in a year. <laughs> so there you go. Diaper, you could do that. Diaper face if mask. If you cannot find a mask or make one out of a t-shirt, everyone. <laughs> just throwing hey, that out there. That's not on this list. I di- just that didn't make this because this that's may my as job well, right now. This right here may as well be like the the Darwin Awards for coronavirus that's life true. hacks. Yeah, that's okay. that's okay. a better idea of what this is. All right. Okay. Next thing. I don't know if you guys saw this. I really hope that you How did. How are you going to put the link? Because I didn't see this. You just were like, oh, I found it. the thing. The I know where, yeah, I saw that. I, I 100% saw this. Okay. This is the thing. There was a guy, he was in like a, a Lowe's or a Home Depot or something like that. And I I don't remember if it was called, I'm calling it the social distancing hat because he was out in public, but he was wearing like a headband and coming off of the headband were pool noodles, like full-size <laughs> pool noodles. To keep people at a distance. Yeah. The funny thing is, is that they were kind of sloping down. Uh huh. So it was probably less than the recommended feet. So more like an feet. octopus hat. Yeah. I mean, people. I think it was still effective. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I see that guy strolling down the aisle, stay away I'm gonna from be like, guy. I'll just, I'll go find yeah, batteries no in thanks. the aisle. Yeah. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah, didn't need the light bulbs today. Saw some other less tasteful um, measures with for some of those things, which I will not say. I'll tell you about them later. Okay. But well, thanks for bringing it up on the have, show. <laughs> people have a lot of ways to try and keep people away from them. One of them, also, it's not a social distancing hat, but I shared this on my business page because it was a, like a sewing thing. Uh-huh. Um, 
Civil War era hoop skirts. <laughs> it's like that's about six feet. How do you, who has one of those? Civil War reenactors. Oh, get out. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> They're like, hey, look, social distancing the old-fashioned way. Hey, here's another one. A lot of masks, right? Because, like, that's the big thing that's going around. Mm-hmm. A bra mask. Yes. Yes, which I've seen that one multiple times. I don't really know what side of, like, crazy or genius this one actually falls on. <laughs> so I'm going to need a little bit of help. I think they cost too much money, and I would not want to cut one up. That's what I think. That's fair. That's a that's an expensive mask. That's that's <laughs> fair. Those those things are pretty expensive. But if you could, like I don't know, maybe you don't go to the Goodwill and pick one up. I don't. Oh no. Oh. I don't know. That seems like a bad idea. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I I mean, the lady in the picture seemed happy. She she seemed like she was just living her best life now. I don't even know what to think. Well, we also have pets, right? Like I heard a story the other day about a cat that caught coronavirus. And then Marco, just today, as I'm playing Animal Crossing, which I'm wanting to do, she sits on the back of our couch and she starts going... Like, like I'm like, are you about to up a you about to cough up a hairball, or do, are you trying to give it? Because I'm not here for that. Like, if a cat can catch it, and you're doing that, I'm gonna have to have you so tiny. Marco is the least of your concerns. She never goes outside. She That's, has been social distancing for way longer than well, any of us. But those other hood cats keep coming in and out of the house. You That's never know. True. You never know. Yep. Uh, needless to say, I did not play around. I put her on the ground and got her away from me. <laughs> Um, Hopefully but, on a hard surface. Uh-huh. But we, we also have a dog, right? Uh-huh. You know, and he doesn't need to be walked because he hates it. Um, he's not a big exercise animal. No, no, no. He's got little sausage legs. He it's not does. His fault. It's kind of sad. Just good genes. He cannot, he's not going to run any marathons with anyone. That's nah, for sure. Nope. Definitely not going to do that. <laughs> not even... A mile. Some people are he like, oh, my dog, do it. oh, my dog just likes to get out there and run. Um, our dog <laughs> does not. No. He's not a Rhodesian Ridgeback or he is content uh, to Weimariner just lay around. or any of that. Yeah. At one time, I did try to take him running with me. This Almost was a very him. long time ago. <laughs> Almost had to bury that dog. He slept for like three days i don't know what happened but i never did it again because yeah. i was like i think i broke him yeah you i think you gave him arthritis cannot, that day he cannot do it anyway but if you do have a dog or a cat or a gerbil or an iguana or whatever that needs to be walked mm-hmm. um the internet has proven to me that all you need is a drone yeah you just yep. get out there hook it up with a leash Fly that thing around. Yep. Maybe How only small. How is smalls. that dog not terrified of that? They make a They're really loud. alarming sound. They're it's loud. The, like the sound of a hornet, but like times fifty, like by you. I don't know. You know. Like I, I think that that had to have been just like the most well-behaved animal. Maybe period. he's just used to it. Maybe that person has been walking that dog with a drone since it was a puppy. Maybe. It was a small dog. It he looked was tired like a, of going outside with it so many times. So, looked like a little Pomeranian or something like that. Now you're not going to put your Great Dane and get out there and 
<laughs> put a Great drone on it. Like, uh, no, you're gonna go where I tell you. To yeah, go. it's gonna pull that thing down, <laughs> use it as a chew toy. Um. Okay. Last but not least, and then and then we'll get on with the rest of the show well, and take a break. Hold on. Here. There was one that's not on here, but we did see was like a mask thing where you basically just cut apart a milk carton or like a water jug. Uh, a water jug is what I saw. And just put the whole thing on your head. The yeah. whole thing. I guess that would be more of a face shield than a face mask. Yeah. That's a it, different thing. It's a it, it's Probably a portable Probably you should use guard. both of them. Yeah. Bra mask, water jug, bra ma- shield. Diaper, bra mask, <laughs> water jug. And then you die. And, and, and then you, that's how you die. Walk yourself with a drone. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and social distancing hat. Yes. This is like you're gearing up. This is prepper stuff. This is a big deal. Yeah. Okay, that was a good one. Thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about that. Um, last but not least, uh, toilet paper is not such a big deal anymore, but it was rough in the streets early on. Okay? Like the history <laughs> books are going to talk about the, yeah, the toilet paper. weird. Okay. Bidets were a big thing. People were stopping buying all the toilet paper, and they were trying to get bidets. I, full disclosure, mentioned it like day one. About a bidet. About a bidet. What did we used to say about bidets? We used to have an inside joke with some people about bidets, but yeah, I can't remember what the phrase was. Probably hilarious. <laughs> uh, I do know that we had a. Um, it was. It's pronounced bidet. That was. That's a, a Facebook memory that comes up. <laughs> yes. Every year. Uh, okay, but people were like Amazon didn't have them in stock for a while, and they were hard to get, or they're just too expensive. I think they're too weird. That's this what I think. one. I don't think this is an appropriate place to talk about how phenomenally awesome a bidet is. Um, so I'll, I'll let you guess what my standpoint is on that. But um, if you couldn't find one, there were people on the internet that were literally duct taping shower heads to their toilet. Ew. That sounds like a nightmare. Why wouldn't, by the time you, I don't want to. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. It's a water pressure issue at that point for me. Further into this than we are already. Bidets, bidets I'm have just, a specific purpose. I'm just, just gonna put why? a uh, specific purpose, and they're very good at what they do. <laughs> um, shower heads are designed <laughs> to wash your whole body, <gasps> and I don't want to wash my whole body <laughs> from underneath. <laughs> I on think, the toilet. I think I'm just this needs to end. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, if push came to shove, you just get your shower head and mm, get a little mm, duct tape, mm, and there you go. Nope, nope. So I hey, don't like that. Hey, I'm just putting this out there for you guys. These are some some life hacks for the quarantine. Mm. For the yes. little, so little extreme social use distancing. Use these here. at your own risk and. Uh, let us know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, also, if you need toilet paper, just ask for toilet paper. <laughs> There's no need for all this. I that, was, that, that gave me hope. It was like, if we did run out of toilet paper, spoiler alert, we did not run out of toilet paper. We have leftover toilet paper. We ha- well, because the day, I had already told a friend that we were getting a little low. And, and that day, that same day, I was able to find some. So then we had like two packages. Yeah. 
And so then I felt bad, like a hoarder, like like the, I was part of the problem. I just stopped pooping. <laughs> that, mm, we got to stop. All together. We got to stop because I could go down this rabbit hole <laughs> and I am saying no. Yeah. Just no. Uh, well, hey, I hope you guys got a little something out of that. And um, if you use any of these ideas, just make sure you give us credit for it. We Credit where credit is <laughs> no, due. No, because we got it off the internet. Yeah, but we wouldn't found it. <sighs> That's not right? how it works. They're just listening to a, how it works. to a podcast probably. Well, hey, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about something that's not quite as ridiculous mm. as a social distancing hat, no. which I still think is going to be effective. <laughs> yeah. If I can find pool noodles, I might put one together. But we're going to talk about technology addiction. How far is too far? How much time is too much time? We're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back after the break right here on Back Row Radio. <laughs> serious this is to people so we're going to talk about technology and we are not going to agree a lot so on this. this is this is this is a hard topic for yeah. us and honestly um well we fought about this a lot in our early marriage i won uh no. i don't know if anybody wins jury's though. still out okay well, that means i lost then <laughs> yeah, okay got it um and actually just the other day i brought this up mm-hmm. um and we still do not agree on it and i was like we sh- obviously since we don't agree on this we should talk about it in front yeah. of uh i don't know strangers i so, think what we found out was that it's not black and white well so um i th- <laughs> i got a book i've been pining after this book for that is a way that's the perfect phrase um a couple of years and uh, it's it's a book, a, it's a liturgy book, but written to like a modern day. And, you know, there are some things that don't change, like preparing a meal doesn't change all that much. But then there are some things you, that... We don't that, have an Instapot, so for yeah. us, every meal, <laughs> yeah. But there are some things that are a little bit different when it, you know, it's like... Um, a desire to impulse shop or or technology you know um wanting the latest the latest greatest technology there is a prayer written for that in this book and i was like what that's amazing i was like you should read this and you were like i'm offended yeah i feel personally attacked (laughs) but thank you um and we talked about it a little bit kind of this like so um there's probably some in service at our church once every two years. I would say yeah. that's like a put your phone down. Let's all do a cleanse. Yeah. Uh, reevaluate everything. Let's fat. We all need to be fasting. Yeah. I mean, they're not dogmatic about it, but just kind of encouraging people to have the kind of relationship with your devices that you could consider fasting right and every time this comes up i'm like yes yes let's do this because a i did not have a cellular device 
at all until I was 19 years old living in Chicago. And my grandparents were like, that's dangerous. <laughs> we're giving you a phone. <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, I just, I, I didn't grow up texting. I had Yahoo Messenger. Yeah, you did. But like, oh, just, yeah, you, did. you know, there were, we, I just was not, I didn't grow up with um, TV, TV until I was like 14 before we got TV because it was when the, um, the Twin Towers fell. And my parents were like, I guess we should have a TV. Every time <laughs> because you the tell world that story, is changing. That blows my mind. Yeah, I did not. So uh, there was something. Oh, we watched a documentary called McMillionaire. Mc- this is McMillions. McMillions. This, okay, this is not way back when. This is like right last. No, week. we just watched this. The whole thing and in a day. It's about yeah. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't turn man. it off. We watched it. I, it was a bad binge. It's it's a good thing we're talking about technology addiction right Oof. now. But the the topic of this documentary is the, the McDonald's monopoly game and that it was a scam and all this stuff. And I'm like, how did I not hear about this? And then I was like. We didn't have a TV. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. I didn't hear about it because we did not have a television. So when, it, like, we just. Which is just, hilarious. We didn't know it wasn't important. Which is hilarious because. Nor did we eat at McDonald's, just by the way. Fair so enough. So it doesn't so, matter. Yeah, you were completely out of the loop. <laughs> uh, you, did you have Monopoly, at least? Did you know what that was? Ugh, yes. Okay, good. I was, sometimes I got to ask these clarifying questions. Um, we found out during that documentary that it was going on at the same time that the Twin Towers fell. Like that's when the trials yeah. were happening yes. and all that stuff. Yeah, that that was when they, people that's why were supposed to go to court. Nobody remembers it is because it was completely eclipsed, rightly so. When the publicity happened. Yeah. yeah, well, but we didn't turn on the TV until after that happened. Yeah. So all that to say, um, I didn't... I I now we're going to talk about this in a minute. I'm more, more dependent on technology than I probably ever have been in my life. I think most definitely, of us are. I could like lose my phone for days at a time or something, and or drove every day. you. It drove you nuts. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, it, it's it's fine. Like people can just t- talk to me if they need me. I guess, or they'll just call you. Send me an email. I don't, <laughs> I don't want know. That. Um, I don't want. I don't want it to go back to the the days. You don't of want to be my secretary when people are like, oh, uh, hey, Mister Stalkup, is Anna there? Yeah, that's no, fine. No, this is my phone. <laughs> yeah, she's sitting right here. You can't talk to her. Oh well, but you on the it's other not a real hand, thing that happens. But um, you have like whenever I'm like, let's. Hey, what would you? What would you think of maybe? possibly considering thinking about fasting yeah. and you're like shut it down yeah you're not my dad not doing that no sorry <laughs> and it makes me so mad every time and you I'll, give me I'll, you I'll feed give you my me, example you feed I'll give me my this thing why. that it's like oh it's because work whoa because whoa, whoa, whoa. work listen if you're gonna say i and feed my, you this and my thing ministry <laughs> Then I can turn around and just say, you feed me this thing that we have to because it's the Atkins diet of well, digital it's like friends. I because this is one of I don't the things want to do keto I say and about eat your digital tofu just about because any, everybody else is doing about it. About anything, about anything in your life, if you ever come to a point where the Lord, the Lord was like, hey, I want you to give up that thing. I want you to go sacrifice your son, Abraham. 
and you're like, nope, not doing that, then it's like maybe you should reevaluate your relationship with that thing. That's my that's my that's my thought. There are some days where I would be okay sacrificing my son. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Okay. We love him. We love him. We do. I, I do. Some days. And he did a very good job at playing Jonah. He did. In his little play. He did. And he, um, <laughs> every time something would happen, like he was thrown out of a boat into the sea or spit onto dry land, he did like the little Mario, like, Woo-hoo! Of course he did. <laughs> it was so of funny. Of course he did. <laughs> laughed so hard anyway we'll come back to that in another episode (laughs) about how in every picture he does the mario coin block jump he does every picture when we had them professionally taken he also did it (laughs) anyway so so do you tell your side here hopefully everybody can already see kind of like the, the the sides and it's tense if i don't i don't like talking about it but sometimes i just feel compelled to talk about it and i think that that's fine honestly i do because like at the end of the day i don't i i feel completely justified is the wrong word but i feel like i can stand and like give a defense of why I feel the way that I do. I just do not accept your defense. Hey, of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, people that are wrong usually don't accept what? other things. That's not how it works. Um, but no, seriously. So like Anna was saying earlier, because of quote unquote my work, like I was for eight years, I was a technology director at our church. Eight years. Yeah. And that was in all of these times where we were having all of these forums and, you know, these these technology fasts and stuff that, you know, maybe you know some of the other staff wanted to push through. Like I would have to look at them and go, I mean, OK, but this is what you pay me for. Well, that and uh, every time I have to hold your phone, I am like, I can't. I cannot do this. Yeah. Because it we've is talked about how many emails I have. Notification. Notifications 24 like 7. Constantly a barrage of notifications, which I I try not to have things notify me. Like I purposefully guard against that because it makes yeah. me anxious. But at the same time, like when we have these people come in that are like, we need to be able to fast. Um, in your defense for your job, people want to be able to send you files at midnight before something is due in the morning. Correct. And you get it done. Or they want, like, you need to be able, you need to respond to them within 10 minutes or somebody's getting an email or something yeah, like I that. Mean, and so honestly, it's like, you cannot step away. Think about it. If, if they were to send me something and I was like, I'm kind of fasting from technology right now. <laughs> Well, you know, I think that I think there I could placed be myself. A way. I placed myself in that in that position, you know. I and I looked at it honestly, and still look at it the same way with love thy nerd, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But this is what I this is what I do. This is what I put myself in in the path of. It would honestly be the same thing right now as if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, Anna, we need twenty more masks," and you're like, "I know I told you I would do that, but I'm I need." I need to be away from my my sewing machine for for a couple of days. I actually have done that though. I've done that. No. Yes, I have. I have and my like partner is like Hey. She loves it, doesn't she? <laughs> no, Thinks she she was like you've been quiet. I just left you alone. 
because I thought you probably needed a break. And that's what happened. And I was like, I did need a break. Well, Thank you. Okay. That's Thanks. what happened. Here comes that bus. Sometimes you don't see the bus until it's right on top of you. And that that was one of those moments just then. But I still think that it that like it still is a good thing. Like especially since this was a volunteer thing, maybe that was a bad example. It's. I mean, I don't know. Like I, it would be it would be hard. It would be hard in your position, and I think it would take a lot of. You couldn't just. I just kind of dropped out like yeah. of dinner. In your case, it would take some planning. <laughs> like, yeah, hey guys. I am going to be a wall for, you know, said amount of time. Yeah. Who knows what would happen? So, like, I, I get, yeah. I get it. It drives me crazy still, but I mean, I. But to I be get it. to be fair, like, what the thing that really gets under my skin, the thing that really grinds my gears about it is. Your what, huh? Grinds my gears. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> you're Mark Wahlberg yeah. or what, what is um, this? Actually, it's uh, Peter Griffin from Family Guy. But um, the, the thing that really gets to me the most is that a lot of times it's somebody who is, who is going through something. Mm-hmm. Somebody who f- really feels the burden and the weight or whatever, and it could be because of something that's going on in their life or somebody really close to them or they saw how it affected somebody's marriage or yada, 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 right. or whatever. And then what they do, and again, painting with a very broad brush, okay, is they project that on other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it going, I feel like what I'm doing is okay. Like it's healthy. I don't. I don't really feel like it's what you think that it is. And then when I said that to you yesterday, you're like, well, you know, an addict always thinks that we're there, you know, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, but yeah, I understand that. But like, I'm doing it within the context of like, this is how I feed my family. This is how I contribute to the ministry. This is how I do this. This is whatever. Like, even right now for our church specifically, I'm editing video and audio all the time. I'm helping mm-hmm. them do shoots. And during this time right now, during COVID-19 and this shutdown, stay home, stay safe, all that stuff, all we have is technology. So the reason we kind of wanted to talk about it today was to find the balance between even now when sometimes only the only social distancing that you can get away from is online. Is there still some sort of line even now? Like... Can you still spend too much time in front of a computer or on your phone or whatever, even if it's, well, I don't have anything else to do besides this right now. Is it still the healthiest thing for you? Because we're going to come out of this at some point. Right. And how are we going to be on the other side of it? Well, and and we know. So love thy nerd. This is honestly, I'm like, are we going to catch some... (laughs) some flack bringing this up because I think that Love Thy Nerd has to spend a lot of time fighting the assumption that every person that we that we talk to is a gaming addict. Yeah. Um, and that's not true. Like, not every person is a gaming addict. Nah. Um, there are, there are some addictive, we talked about this a little bit last week, I think, when we were talking about how certain game developers prey on the addictive nature of certain aspects of gaming and um so it's a it's a well-known fact that it can be a problem right uh, like 
Ryan on The Office is clearly an addict. Uh, I am re- looking at an article right now that would uh, categorize him as a nomophobe, which is uh, no mobile phone phobia. Got it. Nomophobia. Uh, fear of not having your phone with you. So He did make the entire <laughs> company move to Blackberries. So. Yeah, <laughs> that was such a weird. That was such a weird era. Um, these are some statistics that I don't know if they are true because you know seventy nine percent of statistics are made up. Oh, it's going um, up. But <laughs> um, but this was this was some stuff that I was reading about smartphone specifically smartphone usage uh-huh. um average smartphone owner unlocks their phone 150 times a day is that it that's what that's what it says I, I bet that's even harder to track now because of like face detection and stuff like that like right yeah i mean it, every it's... time you look at your phone to see the time it unlocks yeah it says 66 percent of the population show signs of nomophobia um, and that 71% usually sleep with or next to their mobile phone. And it even said that some people sleep with it in their hand. Like, how? I don't know. That don't sounds terrible. It Whenever does. I see 75% it, of Americans use their mobile phones on the toilet. And I think that we know that's true. How is true. that not 100? <laughs> I mean, sometimes, again, full transparency, sometimes when I'm going into the bathroom, if I notice I don't have my phone, I turn around and go get it. <laughs> I I disinfect the cellular devices because gross, especially going into the grocery store. People are like, wait, you're making everybody sanitize your hands, their hands, but you're letting them take their phones in? Ew. And I mean, that's a good point. Hey, if you didn't want to talk about it earlier, you got to keep this conversation going forward or I will park here and we'll talk about this. For another 20 minutes. What? Oh, no. can I move on though? Yeah, oh, absolutely. So, I'm encouraging you to do so. Oh, okay. This was, um, this was one that I don't know that I believe because it says 20% of people would rather go without shoes for a week than take a break from their phone. And I was like, who? What kind of crazy? What people? What people are where they? Ta- was, where no, was that census taken? I don't know. That, that's where I was like, well. Would rather go without shoes? I don't shoes? know. Some of these statistics, I'm like, that one checks out to me. Uh, it said users spend on average two hours and 51 minutes a day on their smartphones. And I. Is that it? That sounds low. That sounds low to me. Sometimes I can do that before I get out of bed. <laughs> Um, it said that fifty percent, fifty-eight percent of smartphone users don't go an hour without checking their phones. Yeah, that feels low. The average user touches their phone two thousand six hundred seventeen times a day. That's wow, a what? oddly specific number. And ten percent were qualified as heavy users who swipe or tap. That's I guess that's how they're categorizing it is it is touching and swiping okay. the phone the screen 5427 times a day and more than half of smartphone owners never switch off their phone what if we just let it die yeah well, <laughs> what if we just use it until i don't know it that dies? you let yours die so much as <clears throat> you put it out to pasture every <laughs> single day i have an app on my phone that notifies me when anna's 
battery is low, and I get that notification every day. Yeah. Every single day. Sometimes multiple times a day. This To be fair, oh. a lot of times you will just turn your phone on and leave it on the desk. It's So um, I have it set to not lock um, because when I'm cooking or when I'm washing dishes and I have rubber gloves on or things, like I don't need to unlock my phone 30,000 times. I need it to stay on if I'm like I there's, you. you know, yeah, I feel watching you. a show or something like that. Um, so that's why that's why I do that. Or sewing tutorials is the same way. I'm just like, I don't want to keep unlocking it. I don't know. It just kind of sounds like you have a lot of excuses for having your cellular device around. Well, I keep it on. I keep it on. And then the, the battery dies. Fire on this show. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, my gosh. <clears throat> I was doing that bear voice and now my now my real voice is trashed. <laughs> um, this one says that smartphone users check their phone within. No, no, no. It says, what does it say? I don't I know. I can't see it. it. Oh, 40% check their phone in the middle of the night. I don't feel like that's fair because in the if middle you want to see, if you wake up and you need to know what time it is, a lot of people don't wear watches. They that's, use their, they depend yeah, on their phone. That's so fair. I don't feel like that's fair. Anyway, oh, 75% admit that they have texted at least once while driving, which, yeah. to be fair, a lot of the people that use smartphones have been dry, driving for longer than they've been around, and for a while, the don't text while driving, that was not a, a that was yeah. not a thing. We all knew it was a bad idea, Come on. but it's... it wasn't like there weren't campaigns against yeah. it. So seriously, don't text and drive. Anyway, screen time is the third most frequent source of conflict between parents and teens, and that I believe parents and teens so, are just parents and tiny humans that live in the house because that is our know. freaking nightmare. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot more of this, but all that to say, we know that you know. Screens can be addictive. Oh, yeah. We are aware of that. Um, I wanted us to take it to kind of a personal level. And so I made us both take a, a quiz uh, yeah. that was like, a, how addicted are you to your technology? Mine, mine just came back and said, Nunya. <laughs> Beeswax Incorporated. Yeah. I had like... <clears throat> a very low end of like borderline addiction really? status. Yeah. Borderline? Bo yeah, because I think it was at 15 and I got a 16. Um, But for myself, like another part of the reason I wanted to talk about this was like I kind of feel like it has been a problem for me recently where I don't know, like I just – I just want to check it and I'll be like sewing masks and I'm bored. I know that's it. I'm mm -hmm. bored because I sure. like I have done this over and over and over again and I'm bored with it. Yeah. And everything in me just wants to like check my phone. I want to see what people are saying. I want to see how people are commenting on my whatever it was that I posted or, you know, who knows why. Yeah. Um, and I'll have to like ration myself like, OK, I'm going to get through such and such a step. And then I'll just check and then I'll go back to it. And like almost budgeting my time because I feel like I've been wasting time and not being productive, um, which being productive is really important to me. And so um, 
for my own personal mm. self, I wanted to like talk about this and look at it and, you know, pick it apart for myself and take right, the so stupid little let, quiz. You said you got 15. Yeah, uh, 16. 16. I got 16. Okay, so I blew that out of the water. Uh-huh. I eat 16s for lunch. <laughs> okay. I got a 24. Uh-huh. Out of 30? I don't know what Something? The, I don't know what the top number was. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it was, I I was it was very nice in the way that it put it. It it was like you might have a problem, you might maybe have a problem. <laughs> you don't not have a problem. You don't not have. That's exactly <laughs> what it should have said. I think it said possible addiction. <clears throat> But like a lot of the a lot of the questions were were very interesting the way that they were worded. Um, so like, for instance, uh, one of the questions was, "I don't like it when people bother me when I'm in front of my smartphone, laptop, or tablet." Mm-hmm. And the three answers were never or rarely, sometimes, or often or regularly. Uh, the answer is always often or regularly because if I'm doing something on my phone or my tablet or gaming console or whatever I kind of read a lot of things into this if I'm doing something on it I'm doing something on it Mm -hmm. and you know we don't we don't like it when our kids walk in front of the tv or when our kids interrupt us when we're talking or Or our wives well I wasn't gonna say it but (laughs) but I mean like like seriously and so I just kind of translated that and I was like why why would anybody be okay with that Mm-hmm. Like that's maybe that's I just... mentioned that to you. Like that's bothered me. People coming and hanging over my shoulder. I remember oh, getting yeah. in so many fights with my brothers because I'd be playing Age of Kings or whatever, and yeah. and they'd come and like mouth breathe over my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't have a TV, and so this was like let's your, all watch each other. Your play. little CRT monitor. Yeah, we found a way to get screen yeah. time in. Absolutely. Um, and that is annoying. It's annoying. There was another question on here that was, my life would be a lot less interesting and happy, a lot less interesting and happy without access to the internet. Never or rarely, sometimes or often or regularly. I think, okay, so so as far as the phrasing of the answers, because they just, I reformatted that in my mind to say strongly disagree medium or strongly agree yeah well for me it was strongly agree there are a lot more interesting things that happen on the internet than happen in my life around this and house planting a garden yep all our little sunflowers um yep <laughs> uh that's cool and i'm glad that we did it i enjoyed it i don't think that was the most interesting thing that happened in the world that day and i feel like that's what the that's what the internet does is it makes the world smaller and allows you to experience things. A lot of people like to take pictures of their food and send it to people. I don't think that's, I don't, that's not what I do. I don't like that. I'm not into that. Um, I don't, but I do I like, don't make very photo worthy food if we're being honest. I, that's, fair. that's not, maybe that's why <laughs> you can blame we'll that talk one about on that me. Later. <laughs> It tastes good. It's ugly. But it's I, ugly food. I do like to watch videos of people cliff diving or, you know, uh, you know, backpacking or doing really cool tricks or whatever, like things that I'm not doing. It allows me to experience the same way that like when we watch movies or read books or whatever. 
for some reason, book reading gets a pass. It gets and, a and hard I, pass. And it's not, and I find that, I just was talking on this podcast about how much I love to read out loud to my Let's kids. Let's put books love, on notice right now. Um, When people have talked, though, sometimes about escapism, I'm like, okay, let's hold on. Some people some have been escaping into things forever, forever. Yeah. I mean, like Abraham Lincoln had like three books, and he was reading them all the time, and then like writing on the back of a shovel, <laughs> like. But that was that and was what was, he did. He was president. That that's what he did, and that I mean, people have, and they would read until their candle like. Went, right. went out or whatever and then they had to be done so it is different because they didn't have electricity i think electricity helps us to do a lot of i don't know helps us to not have the natural boundaries of a normal day right but escaping is escaping that that's been going on how that's is it on. how is it that you can brag about how many um you know how many novels you read over the summer or whatever but the moment I talk about how many how many Marvel movies I watched, then Ew. then it's an issue. Marvel movies. Yeah, but I mean seriously, like it, to me, like those kinds of things I think are important to talk about mm-hmm. because I even think back to like there was got that grandpa, that uncle, or whatever that had to read the paper beginning to end. And mm-hmm. you couldn't mess with him. You couldn't talk with him. You couldn't take the sports page. Like he read the stocks and all of the trailers for sale. Like he he had to read everything from tip to tail. But nobody re- was ever like, "Hey, I think, I think you're you're reading too much of the paper. You're addicted to the newspaper. You're addicted to the newspaper." It's like, oh no, that these are the things that are happening. I'm gonna say that who that that guy's wife probably feels it. You, you don't know? think she was happy to kind of have him away for a little bit? He seems like the kind of guy that needed to be away for a little bit. I don't. No. I think that I don't. Know. I think that depends on the woman, and I think yeah. it depends on the relationship. I'm needy. That's a fair I'm point. I'm needy. That's a very fair point. <laughs> so, I don't know. I was as I was taking this quiz, I was thinking about you and me, and Aww. how, um, like, I, you know, I'll scroll along with anybody else. I will scroll. However, I think one of the things that's different for you and me is like, I bug you so much. Like, let's do a project around the house. Let's plant sunflowers. Let's take apart a couch. Let's paint a wall. You know, whatever the thing is. And you're like, to be fair, to be fair, a lot of times I just don't want to. (laughs) I know. I know that I like... I nag you, I think, because uh, things nag at me. Yeah. And this this makes you crazy about me that I won't just sit down and just just do something. Like just sit and enjoy a movie. Sit and just play a game. Just sit. Or just sit. Because I'm like, I can't. I can't because. You're like a shark. If you're not moving, you're dead. Because all of the things around me nag at me. Like, I need mm-hmm. to do, I need to be done. I need to be folded, say, all of the pieces of laundry. We are very or different. Whatever. And I can't turn, I can't turn it off. And it makes me, 
it makes me crazy. So then I make you crazy. Like this is a vicious、you. cycle、yeah. in our in our life that we've, you know, we've come to a place where like we do okay. We do okay with it. Yeah, we're doing so fine that we're talking about it on on a radio show here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. It, but it's it's hard because we're just we are different. We about are this, and I think that that's okay because I and again I don't try to project on Anna. Sometimes I do, and she doesn't try to project on me, but sometimes she does, and that just is what it is because we as people. Want to try and help other people be better, and that's why I talk about this being like the digital keto diet or whatever. Because here in ten years, the whole conversation could be completely different. Like being on your cellular device or whatever it is in ten years could be the norm. It could be the thing that is whatever, and you know. Downloading videos into your brain is the thing that we need to stop doing. Oh, I don't、know. like that. Whatever, I don't know. Like, let's not. <clears throat> oh, that's, a, that's like、um, these whippersnappers are spending too much time. Left behind stuff. Flying cars or whatever. Like you know, like we don't know what the things are going to be, but it's always the people that are on the back end of the curve that think that people need to get back to the simpler times where we just X Y Z when. People that are on the other side of it right now, it's you know,、um, you know, millennials,、uh, Gen Z, and you know, all sorts of stuff. And these are the people that were growing up at a time where this is all we've ever had.、Mm-hmm. Like our kids will never know a time before the iPhone. Right. Well, there. We, and we're like, you spend too much time on that thing. For reference, for reference, and and there are a bunch of people who are gonna hear this and be like, that's yeah, it's no, that's fine. But the thought of going on, okay, taking two cars to somewhere, somehow, like your family's going on a ski trip or something, right? And you're in multiple vehicles, like lots of family, not, not just your, yeah. yeah. And how,、um, you know, back in the day, people would have like we talked about it. And we decided if we got separated, we were going to meet at such and such a time at such and such an hour. Yep. And that was how it's going to be, because they didn't have phones. Um, you know,、None、even the if kids, they could stop for a payphone, who are they going to call? None of the kids、um, were chipped yet. <laughs> you know, and it's just, or you know, you just you planned ahead for a lot of things. Now、yeah. we're like super spur of the moment because we have constant communication with anybody、yeah. that we want to. Constant communication, basically,、yeah. and that's weird and crazy. Yeah. Um. As so, in some ways, it's like, you know, it makes a lot of things easier, but then in other ways, there's that longing for the simplicity when it's like, I wish I didn't have to worry about my notifications. Right. Or whatever. I think the moral of the story here is that if you're still using MapQuest, it's time <laughs> to move on. I. Why did I go to MapQuest recently? Recently, yeah, within the last couple months. Well, <gasps> why did I do that? I don't know. Who knows? Well, I'll ask Jeeves and see if it's coming back or not. <laughs> so, well, hey guys, we're going to take a short break here, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this technology addiction and all that stuff, and、uh, some of the ways we can kind of help telegraph and maybe. Just some practical yeah, safeguard a、advice. little bit. 
advice. I don't even know if I want to call it that. Well, we'll see. All right. <laughs> so sit back and enjoy some sweet tunes here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds here on Back Row Radio, and we we did it. We picked a winner whoop, for whoop. our giveaway. Hey, did you know that the alarm sound that the alarm sound that has a name? I just recently learned this from watching Nailed It, Nailed It, and Lego Masters because we watch movies with subtitles and TV shows with subtitles because it counts as reading. Yeah, um, well, I started watching lots of British shows, and you yeah. need subtitles, and you thought that that was stupid at first, but then we I watched did. Sherlock with subtitles, and you were hooked. Loved it. Ha <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, in the subtitles, when the alarm would sound, it was like klaxon sound. Did you know that that has, is a thing, and it's a name? I looked it up. And it's like the trademarked name of like an alarm sound, like Velcro or Band-Aid. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. but not, because I know those words. I didn't know klaxons. So. I know, but like, clax, anyway. Okay, well, like, hey, what's a cla- cool. What's a klaxon? Well, klaxon sound, because we have a winner. Uh, yep. Of team three. Yes. And who is it? Um, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. So, um, drum roll. Uh, uh, klaxon, 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 klaxon. Apple Podcast username Tooth8970. <laughs> I feel like you should say it like a Tooth8970. Tooth8970. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Send us an email at churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. To claim your game. That rhymes again. You're so good at this. I am good at this. You're like a wrapping machine. Uh, No. Like a gift wrapping machine. Okay, I'll take that one. No, um, let us know. Uh, I'm I'm struggling if I'm being completely open and honest right now Mm. with Apple Mm. Podcasts because we can't get any information. None. (laughs) And so... um, we need to know who you are, and we would love to send you this game. Oh, this is all going to change when we get social media. Yes, and we are working on it. I know right now, Anna, we just got out of we just got out of a segment where Anna was telling you that the internet is the devil. But no, it's we're not. Tra- That's not what I'm saying. We're trying to work with it. No, but seriously, um, we are trying to secure, and I know you're like, we'll just go make it. What do you think you're doing? But it's a little bit harder than that. We're trying to secure a Twitter handle right now, and we're actually talking with Twitter about getting this handle, um, Mr. or Ms. Twitter. Um, so um, until then, you're going to have to email us, yes. churchnerds at lovethynerd.com. which feels very outdated. Yeah. But you Just it ride is it over it on a dinosaur That's is what right. Michael Scott would say. Yes. Yep. Tooth8970, please. Send us an email, and, tell and us, we will send you a game. What does that mean? Yeah. We want to hear a story. Story yeah. time. Uh, but guess what we still have 
more games. We, that is a thing. We have. It's almost time to giveaway. buy more games. Did you know that? No, it is not. It is false. No, it I'm isn't. I'm going to at the beginning no. of the month. I can't wait. No. Okay. No, we have. I kickstarted a game today. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm trying I'm sorry. to tell the people. And I'm trying to be vulnerable with you. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Apologizing. For for. We'll talk about Kickstarter later. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about it now. In this safe space where yes, everybody can yes, hear us. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, okay. So we still need space on our shelves, especially if you're getting more games. Um, so why so, not give away the smallest game that we have? I know. Okay. So that's the thing. <laughs> uh, we There's this little tiny and wonderful game. So great called Egg Farmer, mm-hmm. and the reason that I thought it would be a good game to give away is because we bought an extra copy to give away. Yeah, for the express so purpose of giving it, it away. obviously it makes sense to give away. Um, it's a card game, Yeah, and you're collecting eggs, and you're guarding your hen house from foxes, yep. and I guess you're collecting chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a set collecting game. Yeah. Uh, we played it with a family member. They yeah. introduced it to yeah, us. My brother was like, hey, uh, we found this game. You should play it. And, and it was fun. Then I, I contacted it. the developer. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of copies. And hey, look, here we are talking to you. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a simple game. I think it's uh, for seven and up. It's two to six mm-hmm. players, yep. ages seven and up. It's fairly new, actually. It came out in 2019. It plays very fast. Uh-huh. 20 minutes or less. Well, now no, not about no. or less. 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes less or more. Watkey Games. Mm-hmm. Watkey. Watkey. So that's from the UK. fun to say. It is from the UK. Um, so you all, you, all you cool cats and kittens out there. Yeah, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, you, you can help us to continue to pair down our- is worried that Carol our... Baskin is going to come after us. I am. What if she trademarked all you cool cats and kittens? And then she comes after us. She's going to feed you to the tigers. And that is scary. She's going to feed you (laughs) straight to the tigers. You know she did. No. Um, So here's how you win, though. Tell them how they win. Okay. So we're going to switch things up just a little bit with this one. Um, And we're going to be kind of cheeky. We're going to be kind of sneaky. I can rhyme, too. You can't enter to win this game. No purchase necessary. This week. You cannot enter. Mm, you this can't. is next week. So next week in the giveaway portion of our show, there's going to be a secret word or phrase. hey TBD. To be determined. Cryman Squaw. <laughs> um, so the first person to send us an email at churchnerds at lovethynerd.com with the past code or phrase, I don't even know what it is yet. We haven't decided. We have not discussed it's this. It's gonna be bonkers, off the wall, stupid. Probably something you really will dumb. Never guess it. <laughs> it might be a word in Klingon. I haven't decided. It is yet. not going to be Carol Baskin. I am not making any promises. <laughs> um, but the first person to send us an email with that phrase or word in it is gonna get a copy of Egg Farmer. Now, the trick here is that, as you know, this is a partnership, right, between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. So this show airs on Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. So if you want the best chance of being the first person to email us, all you got to do is listen through backrowradio.com or you can download the Live 365 app. 
So you can go to backrowradio.com to download that player. Do it. Do it now for the love of all eggs holy. Do it now. Um, I have that app on my phone. Mm-hmm. Once you find Backer Radio, you can favorite it and you can turn it on. So it's you should have it anyway. Like Matt does a great job here on the station with all the music and stuff. And they have a thousand hundred other shows that they mm-hmm. do. And yep. there's always stuff going. So if you don't have a a decent Christian radio station in your area, just get the app and do that. And uh, even if you're out abroad or, you know, if you're, you know, sipping, you know, mojitos on the beach in Fiji, you can still log on so long as there's Wi-Fi out there. I don't know if there is. <laughs> Usually you just have to pay a lot of money for it in those fine. kinds of places. Yeah. Maybe Survivor put something out there. They're always in Fiji. Um, you can just log on and it's on the Internet, so it, the Internet doesn't care. You just hop on there and listen to the radio station. But... Next week, not this week when you're listening, but the following Friday during this portion of the show, during our giveaway portion, there's going to be the secret passcode or passphrase. So if you want the best chance, you got to listen to the radio. Sometime between 10 a.m. and noonish. Other a.m. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so this is kind of a weird one. This one's different. We're shaking it up. I say shaking it up. We've done one giveaway. So, I mean, I what, don't know. What better time for a, a twist And than I had more ideas. I, You're I having was a lot of fun Bubba, with this. I was telling Bubba about some ideas that I was having. And I, I honestly am totally 100% cool and okay with you basically producing this podcast. <laughs> I... I love it. I'm here for that. I we the we will see how the listeners feel about this. But anyway, that. well, let's let's push forward. Okay, so we want to give you a game. If you want the game, do the thing. If not, hey man or lady friend, you don't have to, but we want to give you games. I will say this about Egg Farmer. It's beautiful. It's so Yeah, it's like hand drawn stuff. It's pretty and it's very um um uh oh what's her name? Who who wrote uh Peter Cottontail Oh but, ah, anyway, you know who she is. J.R. Tolkien. <laughs> yes. He wrote about Jemima Puddle Duck and uh, Beatrix Potter. Oh, oh that man, was that was be making me crazy. 3,000th choice. Yeah. Beatrix, I could read Beatrix Potter books. Or Harry Potter I books. Love, or Harry Potter yeah. books. Anyway, full circle. Um, it's, it's really pretty. And um, if you care about... We'll we'll that. have it in the show notes. And yeah, you can go and check it out. Good. Okay. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Well, anyway, we'd been talking in the last segment about technology addiction question mark. Yeah, um, technology. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for saying. Yeah, that. Kip's got my back, man. <laughs> That's the best. So we shared our experience. And looked at what some people who may or may definitely not, I don't know, be experts on the internet have to say about when you're addicted, if you're addicted, what is it even? Um, But we would not be, you know, we would be remiss as Mm -hmm. church nerds, church nerds, if we neglected to, I don't know, look at what the 
Bible. Oh man, so here we go again. <laughs> um, funny story though. If you search technology in the Bible app, nothing, nothing comes, comes up. up. <laughs> no, not a single thing. <laughs> because technology and Wi-Fi I'm just saying like, like bluebell ice cream are not specifically mentioned. Wait a second. Bluebell's not in the Bible? It is not. Well, maybe not yours. Unless it is actually the manna that fell from heaven, which is you possible. You know that it is. <laughs> Absolutely it I is. don't know how many That's listeners why it we have in Texas. Y'all. Oh, Bluebell. It's it's yeah. so good you get that people died from eating yeah. it and people still kept eating it. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Not eat it? Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yum. I, it's the best ice cream. Anyway, not mentioned in the Bible. Um, and so I was kind of looking for a litmus test mm-hmm. um, about, you know, like what 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 could we compare it with, biblically speaking? What could we compare technology with? Um, because it's... It, it, Modern day technology. I have to make the... Yeah, uh, Bubba was like, oh, they've te- te- everyone's always had technology. That's not what my voice sounds like. Don't you dare. That's my you voice. Just make your ma- make your Anna voice. Oh, I can't even do it off the top of my head now. I have so many voices that... It was a lot like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. I think it was like that, and it used to make me so angry. I'm like... Why would you make my voice? Is that I, the voice you hear in your head when I you think of your wife? I haven't fake imitated you in a while. I have to go practice again. <laughs> um, but, I mean, t- just basically bare bones talking about technology. Technology is any advancement. Right. Um, and so a fork is technology. The wheel. The dingle hopper. Is t- the dingle hopper. Yeah. Yes. Um, or if you, okay, so here's a, here's a biblical example. Um. Joseph and the technical dream code. Of, yes, that's yeah. the one. Technology is in the Bible. No, yeah. wait. Well, uh, what? That was yeah. No. Um he so he was really smart. He was a smart person. Mm-hmm. Um and historians have like looked at that time and looked at how he introduced a system of crop watering. And that was part of the reason why they were able to capitalize mm-hmm. on the years of plenty enough yeah. to store a bajillion pounds of grain um, because of technology. He was a boss. Because of Joseph's I- technology uh, ideas. Hydrology and irrigation. That had nothing yeah. to do with Wi-Fi. Well, you don't know but that. But technology is... There are, some, there are some people that... Some like historians and archaeologists that believe that, you know, like pre Babel and stuff like that, like we were so far advanced, like yes, legit I, technology. Yeah, I've like heard some batteries very interesting. and stuff like it that. It was not by the guy with the hair. Uh, it, was, aliens. Yeah. it was actually um, a really. Um, a historian that I enjoyed listening yeah, it was to like a, a lot. Like a sane person. Diana Waring. We used to have audio tapes. This is my homeschool coming out real hard right now. Mm, well, I don't know that it's ever not been out. Right. Continue, yeah. But we would go on trips and sometimes listen to Adventures in Odyssey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And these history tapes yep. by Diana Waring. And she had one that was specifically about weird things that they found 
from like early, early, early. Oh, yeah. And it is fascinating. Glasses and like I, yeah, I've seen, I've seen some things. Yeah. Things that you can only see from an aerial view. Yeah. And you're like, what were they flying in the sky? Aliens. What? Yeah. We should do it. We should do uh, <laughs> tinfoil hat stuff. Like that would be a fun episode. Because Chaboy uh, loves Email a good us your favorite theory. weird conspiracy I theories love and them. we will talk about it. Send us emails, people. <laughs> I want an email. Please. Yeah, anyway. it's not hard. Just send us an email. <laughs> Um, okay, so moving forward with you know technology not being addressed in the Bible, but what what could be its counterpart? Or well, a but we're talking not necessarily about technology, but the ab- abuse of like you know using it as to the point of distraction or whatever sure. um, in excess. Um, and so uh, f- funny. Also, um, one of the quotes that came to my mind was the whole, like, all things in moderation. And we had this discussion. We're like, that is not in the Bible. And I swore up and down that it was. It is not in the Bible. And I, there are a few phrases that, um, you know, Christians who've been at it for a while know are kind of like misnomer phrases, like money is the root of all evil and things of that nature. Um, and this is one of them that uh, mo- to pro- moderation in all things. I think there are some some biblical teachings that sort of speak to that idea, but that is actually yes. from like a Greek poet. Yeah. And um, anyway, I was thinking that that technology could be compared well with like food. Um, or gluttony specifically yeah. if we're talking about sin having to do with food or um, like uh, comparing it with alcohol and an alcohol dependence um, because neither of those things are inherently evil or sinful or anything like that but they right. can become easily they can oh, become yeah. a problem um, and food especially even more so than alcohol is necessary it is necessary to your body you cannot you cannot keto yourself out of food period you have to keep eating to survive and that is difficult um sometimes to balance um or you know and the reason i think that that's a good comparison is because you cannot you you would have to be a hermit Mm-hmm. to live without technology in this day and age like everybody's trying to get you to go paperless to you would have to go bills. out of your way even if you lived in society you would have to go out of your way to deliberately live without technology today i mean it's it could be hard to pay for things you know like yeah there are some cash only places but a lot of places, it's way easier if you just have a credit card. I just get mad when I go to a cash-only place. Yeah. Or I, or I just refuse to go. <laughs> we just don't go. A lot of times we just don't go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, bill pay, communication um, with, I don't know, almost anyone to stay. Like, no, newspapers, there's not a lot of paper 
newspapers anymore like there used to be radio is super spotty as far as like information that you but you should listen to back row radio you should listen 100 no but it's not an information i mean like i i don't know anyway i'm talking about like just to learn just to figure out what's going on in the world Right. Without technology, without like a cellular device or a computer or mm-hmm. something would be very difficult. Yeah. Um, it's just part of the fabric of our society at mm-hmm. this point. And that's why it was like, I don't feel comfortable with being like, we just need to not. I don't think we can just not. And so I wanted to find an example biblically that it was like, we have to. We have to have this thing. So some of the things I found, um, like Proverbs twenty nine twenty eight, says, "It's not good to eat too much honey, nor is it glorious to seek one's own glory. A man without self control is like a city broken into and left without walls." And I thought that that was interesting. Yeah. Specifically dealing with technology, because what are a lot of us doing? On social media a lot. Just breaking down walls. <laughs> breaking down walls. <laughs> I feel like seeking our own glory is very common. When you're taking pictures of your food. Yeah. What are you doing? And it's hard for me. And it's hard to when you own a, like, if you have a business. Yeah. Self-promotion. I, I was um, talking with someone recently that was really annoyed about a different person's self-promotional posts. Sure. And I didn't see those posts as being self-promotional, you know? I was like, well, I don't know. You do a thing and you spend time doing a thing and you take a picture of it and you share it and it just it feels good, I guess. And it, uh, and I didn't see it I didn't see it as being a problem and she's like, this is disgusting. <laughs> and I'm like, is it disgusting? And so, you know, suddenly reevaluating a bunch of stuff and like, how do you have a business? Because I just started my business Instagram account maybe two weeks before self-isolation. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm trying to keep it a lot. Like I just started it and I don't want it to immediately die and have to, I don't know. Even the nature of that Instagram is, is all self-promotion. All self-promotion. Yeah. 100%. And I mean, so it's it's the delicate balance, right? And we, we talked about a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about, you know, how to build healthy online um, community. We talked about using your platform to elevate others. And I think that that's a good way to safeguard against only being self-seeking or... Mm-hmm. Looking for how do I make my name the biggest it can be? It's like if I well, have an audience, like that idea that you had about there need to be more gives than yeah, more than gives takes. than takes for sure and for certain. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, can you can you have too much honey? I mean, let's dissect. Let's let's execute this <laughs> passage real quick. We we drink coffee. And we, I used to be a guy who just put coffee just black. Um, I don't know if I felt like it made me more of a man or what, but I started going through this phase where I only drank it black and I actually liked it. Mm -hmm. I did. I, you know, kind of, it grew on me. Um, And even now I can drink it black if I need to. Um, But I always got to put honey in there. Honey is just the... 
I had never the, the had honey in my coffee. Flowing with milk and honey. That's And it was weird at first. Now I'm like, sugar, blech. Yeah, that leaves a weird taste in my mouth. Honey is so rich and deep and yeah. just adds a different dimension to coffee. <laughs> we were... We were watching McMillions, and they order a coffee from McDonald's, <laughs> and they get what was it? It's like ten, 10 creams creamers? and twelve sugars. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> what is that? Just what I'll take one that? diabetes, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, good grief. Anyway, yeah, save crazy. us from this conversation. Oh, me? Yeah, uh, you. Like too much honey? Well, okay. So we're because we're talking about moderation. Moderation in all things. Yeah. Um, here are some other things that I found that are kind of, eh, like I I think that when people say the Bible says that they're thinking of these passages. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul talks to the Corinthian church a lot about moderate, like yes, grace. Also, like, keep it in control, everybody. It's not good for you to just live like, you know, wild heathen people because you can. That's not a. That's not in your best interest. You need to dial it down. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Is is basically a lot of um, what he says. So, in uh, First Corinthians six. This passage is specifically about sexual um, immorality. Um, He says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me. So when he says all things are lawful for me, it's in like quotations. Yeah, right. Somebody said this, but that's incomplete without also saying this. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go, like when people are like, I have freedom of speech. You can't keep me from saying, well, yeah, but you can also kick, get kicked out of like stores yeah. and out of Facebook groups because yeah. you can't, there are actually con- like consequences to the things you say. Yeah, with your it's, mouth. it's the Jurassic Park yeah. thing all over again. We got so caught mm-hmm. up in, you know, the, you know, could we do it? We never asked, should we do it? So, yeah, yeah. So, so he says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. <laughs> like, yikes. <laughs> that's what he says. Paul yeah. needs to chill sometimes. <clears throat> sometimes. I mean, there. yikes. There was weird stuff going on there. I'm yeah. just going to throw that out there. So maybe he needed to be. A little bit intense. I think that might have been in order. Um, In 1 Corinthians 9, he also um, talks about kind of this self-discipline idea. And when we say all things in moderation, people are talking about just having self-control. Yeah. And the Bible talks a lot about self-control. We did have a conversation with one person one time where they're like, you could have a little bit. You just have a, just as a long as you have just a little bit of, well, just a little bit of anything. Oh, a little bit of anything. And all, and all things, you know, all things oh, in moderation. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, the, by that logic, just a little bit of crack cocaine would be <laughs> complete. That doesn't make any sense. It's not a good argument. Yeah. Yeah, that is a logical fallacy. Um, okay, so this one is every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath 
but we and imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Um, and I think that that is one of the things that we think about a lot when we're talking about oh, yeah. self-discipline. And I know our pastor has talked about this, where it's like, just because your body wants something does not mean you have to indulge it in that thing, even if it's something simple. Yeah. Like sometimes he was talking about this with fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's almost like you just need to show your flesh who's boss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that is Jesus. Um, that you don't have to just because you're pining after something. I said that phrase again, but you don't have to have that thing. You do not. You do not. Um, I feel personally attacked right now. Are you talking about something specific with me because I told you I kickstarted that game earlier? No. No, you're reading that into that yourself. You're right. I am. <laughs> um, yeah, let me see. Was there anything? Oh, well, I'm just kind of also the idea of meat before idols where it's like something that is, and we've addressed this before, not projecting what is sin yeah. For us, that violates our conscience on somebody else and saying, that is definitely when this is a gray area. Technology is a gray area. Now, certain things you do with technology, yeah. which we will talk about that in a moment, there are certain portions that are not gray areas. They Correct. are definitively Correct. bad or good. But. Um, Your stumbling whole, block may not be my stumbling block. Or just the amount of time spent. Like there could be one person could possibly spend a certain amount of time and that is not, there's nothing sinful about that to them. No. Where if you're a person like me, where it's like, I think this is a problem. Yeah. Then I need to stop. Yeah. You know? Um, I tell people all the time when we're when we're talking about this, you know, and if this is what you do where you put the post on your Facebook feed and you're like, I'm taking a, a leave of absence from social <laughs> I media. I love those posts. To me, and I'm just going to be real with you, and I love everybody that's listening to this and everybody who will ever listen to this and people who know people who do this stuff. I love you guys, okay? But that is a self-seeking kind of thing. Like you feel like it's holier than thou? I'm not going to say that because I don't think it's that far, but I feel like it is self-seeking. It's like, hey, guys, I'm fasting. And that kind of is, if we want to get down to the bare bones nitty gritty of it, like that's the opposite of how the Bible talks about doing fasts. Right. Um, it, yeah. it, it don't do them to be publicly you know, admonished and all sorts of stuff. And it even actually talks about breaking the fast if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. It talks about with fast, like don't do not draw attention to it. Do not be miserable. Like, oh, I've been fasting. Yeah. it's not. That's oh, why I'm so weak right now. Hey, man, I, I was trying to get a hold of you and I just noticed, oh, I'm fasting Facebook. Mm. <laughs> you know, like. That's how I say it. Oh, I know. Like that. That was my just Anna. Smarmy. I, yeah. I'm, that, oh, you've I'm, changed I'm working, your impression. I'm working Excellent. on it. Excellent. That one sounded kind of evil. Uh, Slytherin house, for sure. Yeah, parcel tongue. Um, <laughs> but like, it's just, if you're going to do it, and you may need to do it, like, honestly, you may need to yeah. do that. Yeah. Think about how you're doing it. 
I, yeah, I think that for me, because I have taken some hiatus is, what's the plural of hiatus? Someone tell me, please email me. I want to get an email. Churchnerds at (laughs) lovethynerd.com. But I, I, I have stepped back at certain points. Um, and I think I probably have maybe announced it sometimes, but I think that, I think there's this idea in our mind that's like, well, if I, if this is the main way that I communicate, Mm -hmm. then people are going to miss me and they're going to wonder what happened. And I might miss some email or I might miss, you know, some question. There are some people who run their businesses off of Facebook. So obviously that takes some special troubleshooting, just like what we were talking about with you. Sure. Um, I don't, I have some ideas, but uh, neither here nor there. Um, I think, though, some of us might be much less missed on social media than we think. And I don't mean to say, like, you're terrible. Nobody misses you. But people fall out of our algorithms all, all the, the time. time. All and the we time. don't know. And so we don't need to announce that we're leaving because you may not have been in people's feeds for a really long time. Yeah. And if somebody cares about you, as long as you're okay with that person sending you a text or an email or something like, do you have those people's phone numbers? And Or maybe get their phone numbers, but don't preface it with, well, I'm about to fast. Yeah. Maybe just, hey, can I get your number so I could send you a text sometime? Honestly, I don't know that it would be completely outside of the realm of like acceptability if you did do that. Be like, hey, Anna, can I... Can I get your phone number? I know I don't have it. I know that I'll mainly we're, you know, Facebook Messenger, you know, anytime we need to, to talk to anybody because, I mean, it's 2020. Who really needs to text anymore? Facebook Messenger has <laughs> yeah. everything that you need. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm about to do something that I'm, I'm talking about publicly, and I I want to still communicate with you um, because I, I want to continue our friendship during this time. Maybe we're long distance or whatever. Like having, what if they thought you were going into witness protection, though? Oh, please let them. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's do that. But if you have, I mean, the the whole hope and idea of community is that you have people that are around you right. that are going through this with you. So mm-hmm. just because you're fasting doesn't necessarily mean that it's like, oh, it's secret, secret, secret. And I think, too, that... Um, it's just not supposed to be this public... If you are fasting, generally speaking... When we're when we give up one habit, we are trying to do another thing, and I think that we should be occupied with something else, and hopefully yeah. not spending too much time. I just don't think that it needs to be as big of a deal. I guess if you're deleting your account, that is maybe always that's a terrible a- <laughs> idea. By the way, I'm just I'm so sorry. Have I, you ever seen it happen for anything that wasn't political? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. known I've known friends that have just deleted their accounts because they're fasting, and I'm always like, okay. oh, mm-hmm. I I don't I, lo- I again I love you, don't do that, because what that does is that confuses people. Just whenever you do come back to social media, maybe I didn't know that you fell off, but you deleted your account, and now I have somebody who has your name and your Facebook profile picture and just got on Facebook and has five friends <laughs> yeah. and then I hit decline. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Like that has, scamming and stuff like that. That's, I it's, strung 
uh, somebody who was a legitimate friend on for months because I thought oh, I yeah. was not sure. I yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that there are ways to do it. Um, it. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying the opposite of that. If you need to do it, just do it in a healthy way. Right. Bring people alongside of you that are going to encourage you and spur you on. Check in on you. Like, uh-huh. that's the thing is like people will just disappear and then they reappear. Uh-huh. And then we talked about, you were talking about just a, a minute ago, like, why are we doing the things that we're doing? If we look at the most public, you know, kind of expression of fasting, um, Lent, mm-hmm. like the whole idea behind that is you give something up for 40 days. I'm giving up chocolate for 40 days. It's why not just you about using your old white lady voice. Who else is going to give up chocolate? <laughs> it, it's We're like, that, that is sacrifice. Um, Southern, Southern too. But you, if you're giving something up for the 40 days for Lent, it, the, the hope and the idea behind that is I'm giving that up so that I can then get closer right, to God. Right, so you're picking, you're picking something else up. I'm not just doing it because it's the social norm for these 40 days. Heavy air quotes again, I'm not doing it. If you are doing it, this is the intent. Mm-hmm. And that, that's like a legit like template for fasting. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, find something for you that would be sacrifice. Could be small, could be large, it doesn't matter. Find something for you that is sacrifice, in this case, technology. Maybe not all technology. We like to kind of come through with superlatives, right? Yeah. I'm going to stop doing all technology. Yeah. I don't, that's not I healthy. You can't start your car now. Yeah, <laughs> it, right? Yeah, you better. You, you almost can't even eat. Um, you know, unless you're going to eat with your bare hands. Can't cook anything, can't do anything because everything's technology. <laughs> it's all technology. Um, but anyway, like just finding a kind of a healthy medium somewhere to start because understanding what it is. Like this thing is pulling me away from God. How do I make that right? How do I balance the scales again? Right. You know? Well, so... Going forward in this discussion, I thought, because again, yeah, like what you're saying, I don't want this to be um, a, like, harsh, uh, very black and white. Um, This is more about figuring out our motives behind using it. Um, When when we were writing this last night, I was telling you that... um, I think we have we do this with many topics within evangelical Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, one of which is modesty, mm. and woo wee, that is a can of worms that I'm not opening right now. Stick with us, friends. Um, but I was saying what I want, what I think for myself, and what I want to teach my daughter is not so much about the you know this cut of shirt or that this length of short or that type of bathing suit is bad or is good or is, you know, anything like that. Right. I don't want to teach my daughter that she's responsible for what all of the male gender is thinking every time she goes anywhere. That's not where I'm at. However, what I do want her to think about and what I need to think about is, uh, What's my motive for wearing yeah, what this you, thing? What, am, what are you doing? What am I looking to gain by wearing this? What type of attention am I seeking? Why? And that is not just for ladies. 
Like yeah. that is all the bros and, you know, everything in between anything. It doesn't matter. Like that's the introspection. Yeah. And and that's where I'm going with this. It's a very, very similar um, technique or approach. Um, it's a it's a lot of self auditing. I love the idea of self auditing. You can be audited, but you'll be in a lot better shape when you get audited if you self audited and you <laughs> went back and fun. checked. It isn't fun. It is never fun. One hundred percent of the time, it is never fun. <laughs> But it's good. It's good. So here are some questions that I thought are helpful in determining your own relationship with technology and where you stand with it. Are you in a healthy place? Are you not in a healthy place? And what are you what are what are you doing with it? So here we go. If you want to write these down, go for it. I did not get these from anywhere. This is just kind of but you don't have to write them down. Right out of the old thing. <laughs> old uh, gray matter. So the first question is just what am I doing online? Yeah. Very basic. Um, online gaming, whatever, wherever, wh- whatever your biggest technology use is. Um, are there activities that you are involved in there that are not... Um, appropriate or that you wouldn't be proud of if your boss saw them if your co-worker saw them if your spouse yeah. saw them or your five-year-old saw them um i think we all know what some of those things might be it isn't just pornography there are other things as well um but do you find yourself trying to hide yeah things um Closing windows when people you you closed a window the other day when I walked up and I think it was completely just chance and I was like no wait what was in that window it just looked like you were trying to hide it and it was a completely innocuous conversation I I don't even remember what it was it was some (laughs) stupid but I mean that's a ask yourself you know or what what am I doing yep do I check yourself before you wreck yourself because shame is not where we need to live but it can be a good indication yeah, it's a great of, barometer of brokenness yeah so uh the next question that you could ask yourself is what am i seeking um this one yikes so <laughs> screen time it's easy for us to justify um screen time but we need to be really brutally honest with ourselves about this question and why are we here doing the thing that we're doing and what are we hoping to gain from it? Are you looking for affirmation? Are you looking for attention? Are you just looking for an argument like you're, you want to fight about something? And fight so me, bro. You, I, get, I get that way sometimes where yeah. I'm just like... I just want to like I all I have so many opinions right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the I want to talk about them. People posting things that are like unpopular opinion, yada yada yada, or yada yada yada. Change my mind. You know, I'm like what? <laughs> but like, only when I have oh, a civil civil conversation. Only oh, buckle do you up. just want a place to open like op- to air to air your opinion? Do are you looking for sympathy? The internet is not that place. Let me just say that right now, like. 
to, a, to just, a place to air an opinion. Yeah, it, it it's not a vacuum. There's always going to be an echo. and Yeah, it gets real. I mean, we know. We've yeah. all seen it. Are you looking for sympathy about something? Are you looking for a feeling of accomplishment? Yeah. Um, Nailed it. Yeah, I do that. Like, I, I love to post pictures of the things that I sew. Mm-hmm. Again, like I've already said this, because it just feels good or to bake. me. Or bake. Uh, did you post a picture of your cake the other day? Oh, yeah. yeah. I did post a picture. <laughs> Are you looking for a place where people will agree with you? Because sometimes we have a lot of friends who think a lot of the same things as us. Mm-hmm. And it's not unpopular opinion time. It's, I want to get like more of this thing going on in my head going even louder because I need someone to agree with me about this. Yeah, obviously, you guys that listen to this show and podcast, you know that I have to go to the internet to get people to agree with me because it doesn't happen in my house. <laughs> Just that's the whole point of this episode. We do right? disagree sometimes. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do that. Um basically by asking this question of what am I seeking? Uh, you're, we're trying to figure out, am I, is the use of technology mm-hmm. an appropriate way, um, is it an appropriate way to self-medicate and meet some of the, these needs yeah. that I'm trying to fill or is it just a shortcut to that self-care? I heard that terminology recently, mm. um, a shortcut to self-care. There's a lot of unhealthy ones. And usually self-care, is, like caring for, I don't know, anything at all, shortcuts are not the best way. But they're faster. They're faster. Yeah. They're easier. Technology can do that for you, but is it best? Um, question number three, what am I avoiding? Well, so some of the things you could be avoiding are just thinking. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just don't want to think anymore. We would just rather scroll, look through Instagram or yeah. Pinterest or whatever your thing is. Uh, sometimes we're avoiding loneliness. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, if you find yourself um, on social media a lot, you're uh, sometimes we're medicating our loneliness yeah um are you avoiding difficulty in a relationship um especially if you find yourself in the murkier waters of the internet yeah a lot of times that this one is yeah at play it gets real deep real quick mm-hmm. um are you avoiding an unwanted responsibility 100% yeah if you're on the internet yeah you're I, probably doing that and that could be anything from um a school assignment that you do not want to do you're just not feeling it yep. uh parenting would yep. be a really serious one yep um just I don't know there could there are a lot of responsibilities that we all have every day absolutely um and so sometimes we just we just want to run like yep. Jonah I guess Jonah coming up a lot. Um, are you avoiding? You could be avoiding a bad home life or a bad um, culture or environment. That like sometimes my house depresses me. I am not. Oi, I'm not a good decorator. My Animal Crossing home is cute, I was and say. I was just thinking today if it were as easy to decorate my house house. Yeah. 
as it is to decorate my Animal Crossing house, we would live somewhere awesome. We would. I'm not in actuality good at decorating. We don't have a single family picture hung. Haven't in eight years since we've lived here. Hey. In Marble Falls. But I, I know, don't even mean this house. I know what these jokers look like. Right. I mean, I'm just not good at it. And sometimes I look around at all of the nagging things, yeah. all of the messy things, all of the not Pinterest worthy things. Sure. And I would rather scroll through Pinterest because there's something about my house that just makes me yeah. want to not. I think that there is there is a counterpoint to like healthy escapism. And we've talked about it a little bit, but... I was um, I was actually watching a, a video of you know one of the sister ministries um, with Love Thy Nerd. Uh, it's called Satellite Gaming, and they're up in the Pacific Northwest, and they they do stuff where they go into all sorts of like middle schools and high schools and community centers and all sorts of stuff, and they put on gaming events where the kids can just play games and hang out and learn and have fun. And they're a Christian organization, but they're not like cramming it down everybody's mm-hmm. throats. And at the same time, like the kids can have fun and the parents, there are seminars during that time for the parents to go and learn about these things that the kids are doing and why Fortnite is popular and blah, 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 and like all this stuff. And there was an interview in that video with one of the, like the, the I think he's a senior in high school, he's a high school student. He's also a volunteer. And he was talking about how like, this is all he has. Like satellite gaming is what gives him a reprieve from mm-hmm. the dark that mm-hmm. is his house. Right. When he goes, you know, back home. And so like there is a little bit of a healthiness, but it's it's like when you when you find yourself going to that, like everybody needs the pain medication when they're coming down off of surgery. Mm-hmm. But then when you lean on that pain medication, when you don't need it anymore. Right. But you think that you have to have it in order to function. Like that's mm-hmm. that's where it, it starts to kind of kind of mm-hmm. waver and then spin completely out of control. Yeah, I, I agree. Like the the whole thing about these questions, I think they're pretty, they're open ended and it's not that it's not that you it's not that turning to technology because you are avoiding something is always, you know, sometimes the, the question is, is this a healthy, yeah. is this a healthy thing to do? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, this thing in my life is bad and I want to avoid it. I yeah. don't like it. Is this a healthy way to do that? Yeah. Um, I think too, like feelings of failure or sometimes our own identity, yeah. you, know, you find people avoiding those things um, for for better or for worse. And this is one that I am personally guilty of. Sometimes, like as cliche as this sounds, this sounds really church cheesy, but sometimes I like run away from God, mm-hmm. sort of, because I know I should have a quiet time in the morning or whatever. That's one of those like, you should do it, those keto things. People, the very first moments of my day are not my best. And I feel very strongly that if I'm going to give God, like, is the first fruits, 
we're supposed to give God the first fruits. Does that mean the very, very first moments? Because I am worthless <laughs> sometimes yeah. in those moments. Like, I cannot keep it together. So sometimes I've decided, you know, for seasons of my life, yeah. mourning is not good. Nope. It is not good. Um, but sometimes just in general, I'm like, I would just rather do something on my phone. Yeah. That is not the Bible app. Yeah. Because I just I don't I don't know if it's that I don't want to get vulnerable with God or what it is. Yeah. But I find myself in that place. So um, what are some like best practices, like some practical application stuff that we can do? We've we've identified three things that people can, you know, look into themselves introspectively about uh, what, are, what are some things that they can do like we can do to push forward? I, this, this is tough. It's hard to know. Um, there are certain things like using an app. You're, mm. Most smartphones now have an app that will tell you how much screen time you have had on that cellular device. Try to separate the irony of this situation that we're using technology to help us Well, actually, our one of the articles that I was reading about dealing with with internet addiction or mm. gaming addiction and stuff like that in kids was like you need to use the technology to fight the technology if you are not doing that you fight you are fire being with dumb. fire <laughs> yeah. yeah um you but, send a terminator after another terminator yeah uh, it's way i don't it's know work. i don't know um but you have a you should have a screen time clock thing on your yeah. phone if, if you have an iphone just Swipe, swipe right yeah um there's also an app called moment and i think that that one's there are some of them that you can actually set goals and like lock yourself like once you have told yourself i am willing to spend two hours a day on social media or whatever and once you reach that it's like yeah you can't open these apps anymore yeah <laughs> um i'm sure there's a passcode or something you could put in but um you could also just personally limit yourself if you're feeling like you need to. Yeah. You can try, you know that thing that was saying that we sleep with our phones. Some people, um, they go plug their phones in in a different room. Um, keep all the chargers somewhere else so that it isn't the first thing that they pick up when they get up in the morning. Sure. Or in the middle of the night. Um, or sometimes I have just locked mine away in a cabinet. Yeah. So that I could get something done and not, it's not, it's out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah. As far as what you are doing and if you are involved in things online that you know you shouldn't and you need some accountability, there is an app for that. Again, Covenant Eyes. Covenant Eyes is very widely used, especially among church staff, because nobody needs a scandal. Um, And it just is good. It's it's. It opens a conversation, I think, sometimes because you have yeah. to find an accountability partner. And that basically what it does is it, you know, monitors what you're doing on your device and it sends a report Yeah. to, to a designated person yeah, or multiple. It's, it's doing like uh, random screenshot stuff now when it thinks that there's some questionable stuff. I tell everybody people are really creative at getting around filters. I tell everybody you want you want to make sure that you're staying on the straight and narrow. You put your mom or somebody else's mom as your accountability buddy. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it flags really weird things like Bubba, he has an incident. <laughs> he was looking at stock 
images of tithe plates. That was an actual one. That was the one, one that happened, yeah. <laughs> and I, re- I repented. <laughs> <laughs> I, got right, I got right this? with God after that. Um, uh, okay, so moving on, though. Another thing that I think you can do, and this is, like, obvious, listen to the people in your house. Yeah, they're, they're around you a lot. If, if your kids are making comments about how much you are looking at a screen, you should you tell them to mind their own about, business. You should think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's or don't become the Farmville mom. Uh, yeah, I mean, and it's it is hard because it's not a fun conversation to have, and it's going to bring up some defensive feelings. And I'm aware, and this conversation has between yeah. us. Yeah. And that isn't fun, but I think that it's good. But you have to, uh, yeah. You have just to have to these open the conversation. Yeah. So, well, if you if you are looking for more information about all of these things, um, Love Thy Nerd is very intentional about our uh, thoughtful content. Yep. And so, if you go to lovethynerd.com, right on the front page, you're going to be finding articles. But there is one if you search for it. If you just search gaming disorder. Um, there is an article that one of our writing team has um, published yep. about, and I think he's a social worker. Yeah. Um, and so where he kind of looked at what is this, how seriously do we need to take it, and like what do we really know about it, and that kind of thing. So definitely check that out if you are looking for more. Yeah, and we'll have that article in the show notes. Um, but always just remember that lovethynerd.com is a great resource for any questions that you might have. It's the reason that this podcast exists in the first place is because we've dedicated our lives um, to this kind of ministry. So this is the space we know. It's a space we love, and we want to help you navigate these waters. We went long. And a heavy topic again. Um, So I think it was important, and especially now that everybody's spending so much more time in front of digital devices, um, that I was going to let I was going to go ahead and let that go. But uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll give you our nerdy recommendation for the week, and we will close the show right here on Back Row Radio. This week on Church Nerds, we want to give you a nerdy recommendation, and it's actually a, we're going to redo, we're going to push again. What's the word I'm looking for? We're going to... I, I, I conti- just continue pushing. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we're going to tell you again about Animo. Re-emphasize. That's it. Got it. Re-emphasize. Oh, man, you... Had me at hello. I just <laughs> okay. So we are going to re-emphasize Animo, and this is the the Pokemon esque Christian trading card game that will allow your kids to learn Bible verses as they're playing this card game. And Caleb loves it. I mean, he can be a holy terror throughout the day. We say, "Hey, it's time to do your Animal Bible verse," and he's like, "Let's go." It was really funny. Uh, recently, I. 
was asking him, I cannot remember why I was asking him, but I was asking him if he knew what faith was. And he was like, hold on a second. <laughs> and he goes <laughs> and he grabs his Animo deck and he's like, it is. And he, and it was completely out of context, like or to the conversation that we were having right then. And I'm like, almost. <laughs> it wasn't anything wrong with the information in the game, but it was anyway. But he it was knew. just so funny because he's like, I, I know I've seen this. I know where to find this answer. It's in my deck. And that was so fun. I love I thought, that. Yeah. And it, it's working. And Animo, it, they have these Bible verse challenges where you can either print out the coloring sheet or you, if you have the card, you just film your kid saying, saying the Bible yeah, verse. Yeah, having memorized the verse. And they will send you a holographic version of that card. And they do it. And they, they do. They really do it. And if you challenge somebody, it's awesome. Here's the deal: if you challenge somebody, we didn't challenge somebody last month. We challenged somebody oh, this month. If yeah. you challenge somebody and you post it, they'll send you two cards. Sweet. The hope is that you don't hoard them; that you give one to the person you challenged. Oh, yeah, kind of yeah, a deal, yeah. You know, like Got a pay it, it forward uh-huh. kind of a deal. But it's a special card that you can only get if you do the Bible verse challenge. It's yep. one of those, you know, like Gotta a rare cards kind yep. of a deal. And that's perfect for this kind of a game. But we had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that they were going to launch their Kickstarter on April 21st. They did. They launched mm-hmm. their Kickstarter on April 21st. And good it is live right now. That Yeah, good. Go ba- that That's what this push is. Go back the Kickstarter. All of the information will be inside of the show notes and We'll give you all the links so you can go and do that. Um, we are going to back that Kickstarter. I haven't done it yet. but That's we are... not the one you were talking about backing? No, oh, I'm not going to. Yeah, it's about to get bad. <laughs> um, we, But we are because, no joke, they sent me a copy of the cross trainers that are in this Kickstarter. That's mm-hmm. what Caleb has right now, those mm-hmm. two decks. And we're going to buy them Yeah. from the Kickstarter because they're – just working with our family and they're doing great things and he i don't know if sam did it or not but he you know he uh you know, challenged his friend to do it yeah and he was so excited to challenge him yeah, yeah. to memorize bible verses they did a little drive-by a little uh yeah a coronavirus visit yeah and that was all he wanted to talk about that was all he wanted to talk about and like show him like from six feet away. Yeah. He ran inside, <laughs> his got his decks, he and then did. ran back outside. He's like, we'll get it's, Sam to play Animo. Yep. I'm like, I don't know if that's going to really work right now. And but it is super church nerd. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I'm all for it. Yeah. I am all for it. So make sure that you go follow the show, follow links in the show notes and all this stuff and go and back this thing. Uh, I know that I think it starts like a, a single deck is like 15 bucks and then you can go all the way up to almost a hundred dollars. And that's like full in. That's, like that's the, both the big decks, daddy deluxe core box. Uh, ex, you know, it's, it's got, um, you know, the booster packs in it. It's two custom play mats. Like if you want to mm-hmm. go full Kickstarter play exclusive. Mats. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the Can you guess which one neoprene? we're going to be getting? The neoprene one? Yes. What? Yes. That's exciting. Anyway, this, again, things that we think should live in your house because 
these are things that live in our house. They do live in our house. Um, and will future live in our house as well. Yeah. So do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. If you got a family with small kids or even if you just want to have a fun way to learn scripture, go and get Animo. You're going to want to do if that. If you didn't get your Iwana on back in the day, do, do it now. Uh, yeah. Animo. <laughs> Be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy like we had already mentioned earlier in the show. Um, you can also see our other uh, podcasts and videos there. And if you'd like to directly support our mission and becoming a financial partner with us, uh, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 or a nonprofit organization. Oh. Oh my goodness, you are predictable if nothing else. <laughs> Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and so your gift will be tax deductible. And you can find us online. Um, our social media is l- at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And as always, right here on Back Row Radio. Each and every Friday. Every morning. Friday at 10. Eastern. And remember, you're going to want to tune in next week. Do not forget, we have our giveaway. So you need to listen for that secret word or phrase or something to win a game. Yeah, we want to give you a copy of Egg Farmer. Yes. And personally, I want to push our YouTube channel with Love Thy Nerd. We've really been trying to hit that hard with lockdown and, you know, quarantine and all that stuff. People are at home. You're at home. You know what's up. Um, So we want to pump up the content that we have and we've done that we've posted something like 39 videos in the past month like it's kind of insane how many have gone up so go to lovethynerd.com slash youtube and become what we call a subby oh what a subby what is that a subscriber oh. yeah what did you think it was <laughs> i had no idea that that's the question fair enough yeah, become a subby. Do that for us. And uh, just YouTube protocol. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button and then smash that bell so that you get notifications turned on whenever we go live or drop a new video. We would love, love, love if you would come and hang out with us there. Well, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds.